You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Join Karen Rizzo as she shares her true and inspiring stories of angel encounters and their divine messages. As an established author, spiritual coach, medium, and public speaker, her desire is to inspire others and to remind us we are all one, guided, divinely loved, and never alone. Karen will inspire you to shine your lights brighter than ever to align you with your soul. The time for belief and healing begins now. Here's Karen. Hello, welcome to Lights Up. I'm your host, Karen Cesario Rizzo, coming to you from beautiful, sweet home, freezing Chicago. It's winter here. And it just, I have to say, it is kind of beautiful. So thank you for tuning in. For those who don't know me, I'm an author, spiritual life coach, intuitive, light worker, channeler, medium, and a passionate believer. I believe, oh boy, do I believe. I believe in angels. Angels who have led me, protected me, and guided me my entire life. I believe in the law of attraction. And I've incorporated so many of these laws into my life. And I've manifested not just my dreams and desires, but blessings I've never even considered. Believe me, things come out of nowhere, it seems. But of course, nothing is ever out of nowhere. Everything is about the manifestation, the desire, and the belief. I'm not done, though. I'm not done by a long shot. None of us are ever done. We can manifest anytime any place, anywhere, our true heart's desires. So I was blessed with this podcast. It seems like it was out of nowhere, but it wasn't because I manifested it. Didn't know what I was doing at the time, but now I'm learning how much, uh, how much I have actually done by my thoughts and words my entire life. So let's just, um, if this is your first time tuning in, you don't really know much about me, I will just tell you that um, all those things I mentioned are, are um I was brought to this point through healing. So I'm an author of three books and everything that I have written about, everything that I have talked about, everything that I do now is because I have healed. I had some uh, traumatic events happen when I was a kid, like so many of us, I'm not alone, many of us. And it affected my life. And boy, did it affect my life. I always had angels around me, though. I always knew I did. And so I prayed a lot. I'm not real religious, but I have a very deep faith in God. And um, I always I knew angels were around me when this um, these traumatic um, events were happening to me. So it is because I, uh, you know, the this event, the, you know, uh, that happened in my life, it, it affected me my entire life. And probably, you know, after I got married and, you know, unfortunately was divorced and, you know, I had my kids and it began really affecting my life because I never healed from the pain. I never healed from those thoughts and, um, and the memories and everything was attached to what had happened to me uh, when I was young. So it really messed with my life. It really messed with my life. And I was just going up, uh, going about my life, pretending that it never happened or blaming this person or that person, whatever. Um, until the day that um, 
I think it was, you know, we're going on probably 10 years this year where I just, you know, universe sent me a message and it was like enough. You have to take care of this stuff. And so I began working on it. And then when once I started working on it, all the angels were appearing to me again and, and my psychic abilities were because I always had these abilities, as, as a lot of us do. But once I started working on my issues and healing from them, all my abilities um, ascended. Like every, as I reached clarity within myself, everything around me changed. Does that make sense? So again, if you've never listened to me before or you have listened to me before, I just want to remind you that everything that I am, the reason that I'm speaking to you right now it's because I healed and I continue to heal because there's always still stuff going on within me where I'm like, that doesn't align with who I am. Why do I feel like that? And then, then I get to the bottom of it. So I know the process now, um, even though it's still kind of hard because I'm human, but it, I, I at least know the, uh, the path to take now. Okay, so um, if you're a spiritual person or, or you're not, it doesn't matter. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you're looking for change in your life, and you want to learn how to activate the law of attraction, you've come to the right place. I'm here to help. I'm a bridge. I'm a storyteller. And I share many true stories that have enabled me to test out the universe and my experience of, of the co-creation of my life. I know sometimes my stories seem like they're not real, that they're too far out to be real. And in my three books, are, are all about stories and they're all true stories. So if they weren't true stories, believe me, the universe would not allow things to move forward in my life the way they have. Everything is kind of unwrap, uh, you know, um, uh, being put in my path to help others. So believe me, these books would not have even been published if these stories were not true. So I say I was blessed with this podcast seemingly out of nowhere, but of course it was not out of nowhere. It was all divinely created. Okay, so let's get started. This week's topic, energy, part two. Yes, part two. I love it. So I just want to, first of all, thank you so much for the great response to last week's show. Oh my gosh, I got such a great response. It was the episode on energy. It was Energy 101. And I still had uh, stuff that I wanted to share. So I thought, well, why not just do a part two? And I did receive some questions, so um, which I love. So I thought I would just do a part two. Why not? And who knows? It'll probably be a part three. So as you're listening to this, it's probably came out on Valentine's Day. So of course, uh, you know, as, as I was you know, trying to figure out what to do, like in the month of February, I thought, oh, well, Valentine's Day, la la la, I'll do a show about love. Okay, but I love energy. So here we are. So this is good. This is, um, um, it's, it's very uh, appropriate, I feel. So energy, oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. I love to talk about it, I love to play with it, I love to test it out. There's an infinite amount of energy for all. There, everyone experiences energy, everybody does, vibrations, everyone. It, it's, it, you may not think it, but believe me, it's as simple as, you know, thinking about someone and they call you. Your thoughts are energy, right? It's a vibration and it's up there swirling around and someone aligns with the vibration, the energy, it becomes a thought, which they think is their own, like a radio station, right? The, you know, it, it comes to you and voila, they call you and you say, oh my gosh, what a crazy coincidence. I was just thinking about you. 
Or like you think of a movie and you haven't seen a movie in like 20 years and you think about this movie and then next thing you know, you're scrolling through, you know, maybe the the TV guide on your TV and there's the movie. You're like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about it. What a coincidence. Okay, There are no coincidences. But I love this kind of stuff. I love testing out the universe and playing with energy. I love it. So I say that, that I love uh, 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 testing things out, but with that comes uh, other stuff. Yes. Yeah. Things I had to learn the hard way, but I always say, what's wrong with learning things the hard way? I tell you, some of the best lessons are the ones we, we learn are what we consider the hard way, but is there such a thing as a hard way? There's just journeys that we go on, roads that make us a little stronger, right? Or much stronger. If you're going down a road that's full of rocks and pebbles and stones and ice and slippery and whatever, you really learn how to navigate. And you learn so many skills along the way that you wouldn't have if you hadn't gone down that road. So what's wrong with that? Who doesn't love a sunny, beautiful, dry path? We all do. But a journey is a journey. You just keep moving forward no matter what the conditions. Even if you fall in a hole and then have to, you know, get yourself up from this hole. So what? You know what? It's better than being stuck. But even when you're stuck, you learn from that, how to get yourself unstuck. It's all good. No judgment. No judgment. And so I want to say that as to whatever journey you're on, do not judge yourself. Don't. Because there's, first of all, judgment is a vibration and you don't want that swirling around. You let it go. Learn to forgive yourself and move on. Big deal. We're all in this together. There's more one, more than one way to get anywhere. It's like life is like a video game. You know what I mean? You play the game, you pick the scenario and you go with it. Right? No judgment. Okay, so I'm going to share a story with you, um, but first I want to talk about, uh, I'm going to go back to something we talked about last week about hotel rooms, excuse me, and the energy that's in hotel rooms. Remember that? So I always found it very interesting that um, every time I would go in a hotel room, as my gifts ascended and and as I was more aware, so again, the more I healed, the more aware I was of things. And I thought it was so interesting as I would start going into hotel rooms, all of a sudden I would start, I would, I had more sensitivity. Now I understood it right before I may, I maybe didn't even understand what I was feeling, but now that I was ascending and I was more sensitive, I could feel things. So it got me thinking about hotel rooms and celebrities. So um, I used to, you know how celebrities have, you know, celebrities have what they call writers. I'm sure a lot of you know what that is, right? Here's a list of things that uh, the producer gives to the hotel or to the event planner, or whatever. Here's a list of things that the, that the <clears throat> celebrity or the you know, person needs in their room, would like in their room. And sometimes, I mean, it could be crazy outlandish things. As, as, we, as we judge them, we think they're crazy and outlandish. But when you really get down to it, a lot of them like their rooms at a certain temperature or only certain foods in their room, right? White flowers. I think that was Madonna who, uh, you know, oh, she only likes white flowers and, and white candles. Well, because they understand that everything holds energy. And so 
believe me, people that are in hotel rooms a lot, like uh, celebrities, bands, you know, rock or whatever, people that travel a lot in their hotel rooms and are very sensitive, they get this. They know the how what happens in hotel rooms and about the energy. So yes, white candles are excellent for clearing energy. White flowers, the color white is excellent. We're going to talk about color maybe on next week's show, if not the week after, about chakras and colors and the, uh, the uh, energy. But you know, even rock bands that, you know, there's like, you know, people will, will make fun of a rock band. Oh, no green M&Ms or only green M&Ms. Well, it's because they know so much more about energy and how <clears throat> colors affect them. Okay. So I, uh, I've been seeing lately a lot of celebrities don't even go to hotel rooms anymore. They stay in their buses now, right? They have these big, beautiful homes and they travel by bus. And they actually live in their buses now. They sleep in their buses. They have their meals in their buses because they can control the energy in the bus, if that makes sense, in their own environment. And another thing, um, <clears throat> I believe that same thing with, um, <coughs> excuse me, same thing with certain celebrities that there's rumors about certain celebrities that, you know, uh, I think it was Diana Ross years and years and years ago. They were like, oh, you can't look her in the eye or whatever. But you know what? Even that, it's not superstitions. You know, when I was a kid, uh, you know, I'm Italian. And so I, if I ever had a headache, I would call my grandmother, right? And I would say, oh, grandma, I've got this headache. And Italian women, the older Italians especially, knew how to remove a headache, right? And so... I could be at my home and my grandma would be at her home and she would, and we would hang up the phone and she would say, okay. And so she would perform this ritual with like water and oil. I don't know this, this, and it was called the, the Maloik, the Maloik. It was like somebody put a curse on you. Like a, like a, though they give you like an overlook, like the evil eye. Right. And so they are removing that from you. So you can say that I come from a long line of, um, witches, I guess, but it's all good. I mean, we're all, we're all the same. Every, every, every um, uh, uh, group of people, every ethnicity has, you know, those, those um, elders in the family who knew what we didn't know. They know what they're doing. So my grandma used to take the headache away from me and then she would call me later and she would say, oh, you had a bad somebody like put the evil eye on you. So I believed it. It wasn't like I thought, oh, grandma, what a bunch of hoo-ha. But I understood it. So a lot of celebrities know that that's why, you know, they, they don't want someone looking at them because you can give somebody, you can, you know, put like a, like a, like a, you know, like an energy on them, if that makes sense. Okay. So shaking hands, hugging, it's all the same thing. Energy is transferable. Okay. So I do want to tie in, I'm going to talk about chakras maybe next week or the week after about the colors of chakras and colors having energy. And I'm going to have a guest on my show, my first guest, um, and we're going to talk about her place in my life and an, an amazing story, true story that um, happened um, between she and I. So, okay, so I want to share with you this story that happened. I actually wrote about it in my third book, Rebuilding in Life, but I think it's, it's such an amazing story because it's true and it enabled me to 
learn. Let's just say I learned. I learned a lesson about thoughts and words. So this happened in, I want to say, maybe the summer of 2012. I was learning a lot about um, energy. I was learning a lot about um, my thoughts and words. And I had a couple of teachers that I was working with, people that I knew that were gifted and were like kind of helping me. Whenever I had questions, I would go to them. So I was starting to develop my psychic abilities, which I kind of always had, but I was kind of learning and, and honing in on them. And I thought it would be fun to have like a group of family and friends over on a, it was like a Friday night in uh, I think June of 2020. It was a beautiful Friday night and I'm Italian. I love to have people over. I love to cook and have cocktails. Like I love it. And I thought, well, you know, they were all kind of interested in what was going on with me and, you know, things that were happening in my life and they weren't afraid by any of this. So I thought, well, I'm going to have them over, but I wasn't going to like start doing readings or anything like that. Cause I thought, you know, that's not what this is about. I just want to tell them. Them, everything that has been happening with me and to teach them to kind of say, oh my gosh, guys, you'll never believe, guess what I learned. Okay. So it was going to be that kind of night, very lighthearted, fun. And I thought, well, I'll just invite a card reader over. I'll hire a card reader and whoever wants to have a reading, they can go into, I had, I was going to have him in my bedroom with a table and chairs. And so I thought I'll have this, this really kind of lighthearted, fun night. 12 family members uh, and 12 uh, family and friends. So the night before everybody was supposed to come over as an Italian woman, I'm cooking. Now I'm getting everybody, everything ready. I'm cleaning the, my apartment and everything is, you know, coming along beautifully. And during some time during the preparation, I was standing at the counter and I was, I think I was cutting up vegetables. And uh, one of my sons was in his uh, room and he, he had the door open. And so I could, he could hear me from the kitchen and his door was open. And I said to him, here's all, here's all I said. I was, cause I was, he knew that we always had a lot of spirits around the apartment. He wasn't real, he wasn't afraid, but he was like, mom, what's, what are your spirits doing? Like things were always happening, moving around. And, um, and so I said to him, Hey, I'm going to have about, there's going to be like 12, um, ladies here tomorrow night. And this is all I said. I hope nothing bad gets in. How many words is that? I hope nothing bad gets in. That's what I said. No, no, right? No big deal. I hope nothing bad gets in. That's all I said. So I started, you know, finished up in the kitchen and did, you know, a couple of other things, whatever. I went to bed. When I go to bed at night, um, I always have a lot of conversations. I have a lot of visitors or different, different ones. That's when I allow it. I open it up. And I open it up usually, depending on how tired I am, I open it up for visitors, for conversations or, you know, for my spirit guides or whoever wants to talk. So, but I was really new to this. So I was just, you know, like everybody was coming in. I had so many, so much going on in my room and, and I didn't know the difference. I was just so excited that I had so many visitors in my room. And this particular night, Again, I, I just, I always watch it and talk and say, thank you. And there's all kinds of lights flashing and all kinds of stuff going on. But this particular night, I, <laughs> believe it or not, <clears throat> excuse me, I saw a portal. Yep. I laid on my bed and you know, under my covers with my, and there it was on the left. So as I'm, as I'm laying on my bed, 
on the left-hand side of the ceiling. We lived in a three-bedroom. We lived uh, maybe on the second floor we were, but it was the top floor, but whatever. I don't think it matters. A portal. I I've never seen anything like this, except like on TV, like, like something out of the cosmos, something out of a movie. But there it was beautiful colors, swirling purple and pink and lights flashing. It was an actual portal. I was stunned, stunned. I, I mean, not scared. I was like crying because I never had everything, anything so beautiful. It wasn't that I couldn't believe my eyes. I actually believed. I knew that something was changing, that something had opened. Oh my God, like I didn't get a, you know, my phone out to take a picture of it. I just was overwhelmed with emotion. Just so beautiful. And I'm just enjoying and enjoying. Again, it's on the left side of the ceiling. But something begged my attention on the right side. Again, it's my right as I'm laying down. Something begged my attention and I turned my head to the right. And there was like mist and there was something trying to get in. And I saw him and he saw me. And the best way I can describe it, it was like a skeleton, like a skull, like a, you know, a skull. And I could see him trying to get in. And he's like trying to, this is the best way I could describe it, trying to like punch his way in, not like hands punching, but like trying to get in. I can see him struggling to get through the mist. I'm, I'm not even making this up. This is 100% true. And I, and I was like, what are you, what are you doing here? what are you doing here? So I ignored him, right? So I, I looked over to the portal again, beautiful, swirling colors, beautiful. And then I looked again and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him and he's pretty small, but I can see him. I can see, you know, like if it was a face, I could see his eyes. I can see him, but he's not like mad or he's just trying to get in. And again, I looked at him and then looked away again looked at the portal. And then the third time I looked at him, he looked at me, I stared him down and I said, <clears throat> oh yeah, you're not supposed to be here. What are you doing here? How did you get here? And yeah, by then I was a little, <clears throat> I was a little unnerved, but not scared, but I was like, okay, I know my go-to. So I said, um, our father, I was going to say uh, three, our fathers, but the, I said the word our father and he had disappeared. But I, I said three, our fathers, I went all the way through three, our fathers got up, turned the lights on, got my sage because I had learned about smudging and I smudged the entire apartment. So what you do with smudge sage, you know, you light it and then you, you, um, you cleanse, right? So you cleanse around the windows because they're portals around all the windows. I went to the front door, around the front door, all the mirrors, hate to tell you that mirrors are portals. Yep. So I went around all the mirrors, front door. We have a sliding glass door to the patio, went around that. I didn't smudge the entire apartment. Now, by this time, it's like 3 a.m. So I wasn't going to go back in my bedroom. So I sat on the couch and I put the TV on. And my son gets out, gets up, and he's like, what is that smell? And I said, honey, it's fine. It's just sage. I just smudged. Go to bed. I didn't say anything. I thought, that's mm, okay. Go to bed. So I now it's like 4 o'clock because I'm watching TV. And it's 4 o'clock, and I'm like, you know what? No, this is my home. This is my home. So I'm back in my room and I was like, okay, this is my home. I'm taking back my bedroom. I wasn't scared. I went to bed. Next morning I get up and I email 
my, a friend of mine who is a very, very powerful medium. She had was been one of my teachers. And I said, hey, uh, something got into my, someone was trying to get in my room last night. And she said, call me. So I call her and she said, tell me everything. So I told her everything. I told her everything, everything that happened. And then I said, she said, tell me what you said. I said, all I said was, I hope nothing bad gets in. And she said, that's what happened. That's what, that's what did it right there. You invited it. I said, no, 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 I didn't. She said, your words invited it in. And she said, you did the exact right thing. Just tell them that, you know, you don't belong here in the future, you know, be, be um, respected, be respectable, you know, thanks for coming, but only love is allowed here. And they will leave for most of the time they leave. I, if, if something shows up now, I get a little firmer if I have to, but I try not to get scared and judge them. I just go, hey, yeah, you know, you're not invited here, but nothing really too much bad gets in anymore. So anyway, the card reader comes that night and I, I motion him into the bedroom. I show him where he's going to do his, his readings and I tell him everything that happened. And I said, should I tell my guests? And he said, yeah, everything is fine. He said, you're, you have so much love here everything is fine. Nothing's going to happen. Everything is fine. So I did. I told them the truth. I told my 12 guests, family and friends, I told them everything. And they were wonderful. They were so, they were so interested. Again, you know, maybe people can get nervous, but this is what I try to, to, this is the reason I'm telling you this thoughts and words have consequence, right? You just don't invite everything in by saying it. That, that is the best way I could describe energy, your thoughts and words by something that actually happened to me. It just so happens that there's a lot of us who are sensitive to it and could feel it and see it. But just think if you're not that sensitive to it, that doesn't mean that it's not still there. So be open to just, just I, I always say, just kind of watch your words. I say this all the time, all the time. Watch your thoughts and words. Don't, don't, you know, it's, it's the same thing. If, if something slips out of your mouth, just say, cancel, erase, delete all negative thoughts. Take it back. I think you have like 17 seconds or something to take it back. But you see what I'm saying? This story is 100% true. It really did happen. And it taught me so much about energy. So <laughs> if you have any questions about that, um, you know, email me, Karen. Rizzo lights up at gmail.com, but it actually did happen. Um, and I, and I've told the story many times and, um, I stick by it. I stand by it. And it's, uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of uh, amazing. So in saying that I have some questions that I received, uh, I got such a great response to last week's show. So I want to, um, identify some of these questions. I want to answer some of these questions. Um, so uh, the question was about gifts or items given to us. Uh, are, are there's energy attached to items or gifts that are given to us? And so, um, yes, of course, there's energy. Uh, everything holds energy, like antique stores. Everything holds energy. Thoughts about anything holds energy. A person, a place, or a thing items, food holds energy, furniture, food. Yeah, I want to talk about that another time. Food holding energy. Even colors hold energy. It's the memory. It's associated with the memory. So it's the relationship with the thought that gives the item, the food, the color, whatever power over us. So everything, again, believe, begins with the thought and the word. Get to the bottom of the feeling that's attached to it release the hold it has on us, 
and voila, you take back the power. And guess what you have then? You have freedom, right? Everything is, is associated with the thought and the word about those items. You have the freedom then. When you release the thought, you release the energy. You have your freedom to do what you want, go where you want, eat what you want. Can't wait till we talk about that. Wear what you want. You are you have the freedom to be authentic and not aligned with, um, you know, uh, memories or thoughts or words that are you're not in align with. You have the freedom again to align yourself with the highest version of yourself, your authentic you. Thoughts and energy, amazing, isn't it? All right. How are memories different than energy, or are they? I believe it's the same thing, depending on the meaning you give the memory the thought that's associated with it. If, if, if uh, memories are associated with fear, anger, disappointment, jealousy, betrayal, it's whatever you attach to the memory or love, comfort, warmth, protection. That's why so many of us overeat or are drawn to what we call comfort foods. It's the memory of the food that gives us the comfort, sometimes overdoing it, unhealthy attachments to food when we attach emotions to everything. We give meaning to everything when we attach a thought to it, right? Okay. Uh, last question today was, can you remove negative energies from an object and enjoy, or do you remove the item? Yes, absolutely. You can do whatever you want with it. You give an object power over us when we attach the pain or negative memory to it. You know, say like you have a pillow that um, has a lot of negativity, you know, oh, it's a pillow from your childhood, but you have terrible memories for it. I want to get rid of it. I want to throw it away. I want to burn it. It's only a pillow filled with, you know, stuffing, but it's what you attach to it. If, if that, if that uh, energy is attached to love and comfort, then it's something you want to keep. You can do, if you remove the pain from it, you can keep the pillow. It's all up to you what you want to do, how, because everything has a vibration. Remember the fear, the negativity, all of that carries vibration. Change the thought, change the word, change the energy, <clears throat> change the vibration, change your life, I promise you. Healing and forgiveness can remove energy and your perspective about the object and your life will shift. So again, uh, I think next week or the week after, I'm going to have a guest on my show to tell a very personal story on this very subject. I believe you're going to find it amazing to say the least because it is 100% true. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope this gave you um, some, some things to think about. Again, if you have any questions, go ahead and email me at KarenRizzoLightsUp at gmail.com. And again, if you would like to uh, set up a personal appointment with me, a, a, a session, I do take uh, private appointments. Uh, if you'd like to be a student of mine, same thing. Just go ahead and um, email me and we can set up time and we could um, we can get a little deeper. And I, I know that I could, um, if you're led to, to me, then I know that it's your spirit guides working with my spirit guides and um, I know that I can help. So thank you, thank you, thank you, my dear friends for tuning in. Um, I hope this this show today helped. I love this topic, and I'm and and believe me, I'm still learning. So the more I learn, the more I will share. This is a journey. We're all on this together, and that's what I love so much because I'm not here lecturing you because I have all these experiences in my life. And as I learn, 
I'm going to teach. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, keep those beautiful, beautiful lights shining. Lights up. Thanks for listening to Lights Up with Karen Rizzo. Please join us next week for another great show. If you have a question to ask on her show, please visit her website at karenrizzolightsup at gmail.com.